Hey, it's Zach Neal. How you guys doing? So why should I spend my time motivating you and why should you spend your time motivating others? It's actually a lot better for me and for other motivated people if you keep being a loser. I'm going to explain. In general, would it be better for me if you kept being a loser? In a lot of ways, on the surface, it would seem so. Check it out. If you keep losing, then I have less competition. Let's say, for argument's sake, that I sell hot dogs. If I open a hot dog cart on a busy street and there's no one else selling street food and no one else selling hot dogs out there, that's better for me. If there's a thousand people that say every day, you know what, I'm going to open a fucking hot dog cart on that busy street. That guy over there seems like he's making a killing. I should do that. But if you just keep being unmotivated and keep not doing it and you don't open it and other people don't open it, well, then guess what? I'm the only game in town. Less competition for me. So in that regard, better for me if you keep being a loser. And since you're being a loser and you're not challenging me and I have less competition, I don't have to work nearly as hard. If I'm the only hot dog guy on that street, and as a matter of fact, if I'm the only food guy on that busy street, then I can open whenever the fuck I want. I can sell whatever the fuck I want, because think about it. If I'm the only game in town, whether I open at 9 a.m. or noon, people have to come when I'm open. And then it gets even better. I don't even have to be very good at what I'm doing. I can offer a subpar product at an overpriced price and people are gonna pay it and deal with my shitty food because I'm the only game in town. But if a bunch of you motherfuckers start getting motivated, right? If a bunch of you motherfuckers start opening street food carts and other hot dog carts on the same block and around the corner, all of a sudden I've gotta get there earlier because I wanna be set up before you. I've gotta stay later because I wanna catch the people that are eating later after you leave. I've got to lower my prices to compete with you, to beat you, and I've got to work hard to make my product better than yours. This is what makes businesses get better. This is what makes people get better, healthy competition. The girl or the boy that you like, you want to go after them, but you're being lazy, you're being unmotivated, so you don't go after it. In the meantime, somebody else starts moving in in that territory. Then maybe all of a sudden you realize, shit, I better go for it or I'm going to not get my chance at this person. So you size up your competition. This guy dresses sharp. This guy wears great cologne. This guy's got good hair. You try to improve upon yourself, make yourself better, more polite, be more punctual, say more thoughtful things, dress nice or smell nice or whatever it is. Just in this analogy, you're trying to be better because you want to compete. So with all that said, why the fuck should I spend my time like I am right now for free trying to motivate a bunch of strangers? (laughs) Sounds stupid, right? And why should you care about motivating the people around you? It's a real bitch, isn't it? On the surface, on paper, it seems like the more of a loser the people around you are, the better you're going to do. But now I'm here to tell you that that is not the case, my friends. The only true path to real success, long-term success, I'm not talking about winning one fucking game. I'm talking about winning the series. I'm talking about winning the fucking war. The only way to really do that is to build the people around you up as high as you can get them. And I don't just mean the people that you work with or the people that you live with. I mean everybody around you. Let's go into that a little bit.
What's the old parable? A house divided cannot stand, right? So think about it this way. Here you are, master of fucking industry, killing it at the game, bathing in money, swimming in success. Chances are you are going to inspire a lot of people. People around you are going to look at you. They're going to look at your life and they're going to be inspired. They're going to say, I want what that person has. I want to be like her. I want to be like him. I want to have that life. And they get inspired to be like you. Then maybe the people closest to you around you have access to you. So they want to learn from you. They want you to give them a tip or they want you to mentor them or take them under your wing or or give them a helping hand or build them up. And you don't. What happens? If you're self-absorbed, if you're a selfish prick, if you're just continually absorbed in your own shit, then you're not helping the people around you. You're not building people up. And so those people get turned off to you. They go, that guy's a prick. Fuck him. And they move on with their life and they become uninspired. And even in a lot of cases, unmotivated. A lot of people have propped up inspiration around them only to be let down. And that has ruined their chances of life. I know that that sounds so dramatic and and deep, but it's the truth. So many people have found an unexpected role model in their life. Someone that, God, I want to be like him. I want to be like Jeff, the manager of sales. He's so charismatic and outgoing. And then they finally get the guts to go try to start a friendship with Jeff or ask him for a pointer. And the guy's a dick to them. And it just deflates them. And they think, what a fucking asshole. And then they, they get a bitter taste in their mouth towards other successful people. So... As you're winning, as you're doing well, you have a responsibility, as I've said this a million times, to send the elevator back down to where you started and help other people get back up. But why? Goes back to what I said a minute ago. A house divided can't stand. If there's turmoil in your house, if there's turmoil in your life, if the people around you are doing poorly while you're doing great, there's no longevity in that. It builds resentment. It builds fear. It builds hatred. It builds jealousy. It builds a sea of negative emotions. And once that shit is on you, once that like negativity is on you, on your business, on your project, in your life, it starts to have an effect. People don't want to work for a prick. People don't want to work with a prick either. You see what I'm saying? If you're that kind of a person where you're not compassionate, you're not empathetic towards the needs of others, and you're not known to be the kind of person that builds those around you up, the working quality, the environment that you're building for work quality. And this goes back to the family. This goes back to your home. This goes back to your businesses, your workplace. It's not just all about the money and all about the business. That work and living environment that you build around you, if it's negative, guess what? Your life's going to be negative. Your relationships are going to be negative. Your projects are going to be negative. You can't thrive in a field while every other blade of grass is going dead. It's not the way it works. If you want to have long-term real success, you need to water the whole garden, not just one plant. Think about what would happen if you planted a beautiful garden full of flowers and plants and vegetables, and you just watered a couple of the plants. The other ones would die or shrivel up or be puny or they wouldn't produce. And in the long term, the whole garden represents you and your life. You want the whole garden to flourish. Now, let's talk about how you build up and exhort other people And who's included in your garden? This is where it's going to get a little sticky for some of you. For some of you selfish motherfuckers out there, this is where it's going to get a little bit sticky. So the garden is everyone you come in contact with. See, once someone enters your space physically 
or digitally. That could be the world of social media. Once someone has entered your space, they're in your house, baby. They're in your garden. So it's your job to water them. You can't look at, at new people coming in as invaders. They're not termites. They're not insects. They're not fungus that's going to eat your garden. Don't get me wrong. There's a whole bunch of cancerous motherfuckers out there. There's a whole bunch of shitty people that are going to fucking try and wreak havoc in your uh, in your utopia, in your garden. But fuck that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how you react and how you deal with the people around you. Even when a cancerous person comes in, it's still your job to exhort them, to build them up. And then if they need to be removed, you kick them out. But you always do it with love and you always do it with respect. And you get the, the bad shit out so that more good shit can come in. But getting off of topic, bringing it back in, anyone who enters your space is in your space, period. Whether they came in on purpose or an accident, whether they were invited or uninvited. So you water every plant in the garden. You pull the weeds and you throw them out. But even the weeds get some water when you turn the sprinkler on, right? So if your sprinkler is running 24 hours a day, and if your sprinkler is watering everything in the garden, then even the weeds, even the bugs, even the things that are a pest get some water. You remove them later, and that's another podcast And we've talked about that in the past, getting cancerous people out of your life. But for now, we're talking about building up and exhorting the people in your life and around you on a regular basis. Back to the very beginning. Is it better for me if you keep being a loser for the short game? Absolutely. In the short game, it's better to be the only hot dog cart on that busy street. But in the long term, that's very bad. Because in the long term, it's about legacy. It's about reputation. And it's about the future. If I'm known for being the only hot dog cart on the busy street, but I'm also known for being overpriced, a piece of shit, an asshole with terrible food product that nobody wants to eat, eventually the only people, the only customers that are coming to my stand are those who don't know, first timers, they don't know any better, or they're so desperate and hungry that they just have to, but they begrudgingly throw their money across the counter as they buy my product. Or would you rather be known as a leader in your industry? Someone who dealt fairly, someone who treated everyone nice. Oh, I love that guy. Hot Dog Joe, he smiles at everybody. He always gives you a free bottle of water in the summer. Oh, he always rounds you know, rounds up for you if you don't have the change. He, he gives the kids free ice cream. Oh, he's a great guy. He's been on this block for years. He has great product. I mean, that's legacy, guys. That's, that's what it's all about. And you only get there by building up the people around you. If everybody is happy, I'm going to go back to the house divided, divided analogy again. If everybody's happy... If everybody feels good about themselves, they work more productively. Let's get into an entrepreneurial class. Let's get into a business situation. If your staff is happy and motivated and inspired, they're going to work twice as hard, twice as long, and deliver twice the results as a staff or a group of people who are in despair, feel unappreciated, unloved, etc., etc., It is your job in business, especially to exhort your staff, to be empathetic to their needs, to build them up every day. I'm talking soup to nuts, baby, top to bottom. You build these people up, pay compliments, appropriate ones, of course, but compliment people on their work. Tell somebody they look nice. Tell somebody you really appreciate the hard work they're putting in. Compliment a piece of work that they've done recently. Give them motivational talks. Remind them of the reason why you hired them in the first place. And don't make it something that you do once a year or when you get around to it. Make it a normal part of your week. Anytime you come in contact with your staff, build them up a little bit. Hey, just wanted to let you know, I'm glad I hired you. I remember back when I hired you, the reason was because I thought you were going to be a go-getter and you have proved me right. 
you are a go-getter. Thank you so much. I'm not talking about being a yes man. I'm not talking about giving people accolades when they fucked up. When someone fucks up, you reprimand. When someone is a weed in your garden, you remove, of course. But your general state of being, your resting state needs to be a motivator, an exhorter, someone who builds up the people around them. Now just apply that to your whole fucking life. Apply that across social media. Apply that across everywhere you go. And you build people up. Find the good in every person and focus on that. Forget the negatives. Ignore the shit. Just focus on the good. You can find a little piece of light in every dark corner. So find that little piece of light and latch onto it and build those people up. As you become known for being a person that motivates and builds people up, guess what? You will attract people who like to be and need to be motivated and built up and you will attract other people who in turn motivate and build people up the weeds will start staying away from your garden because weeds need to be fed also but you're not giving them the food that they need see when a weed comes into your garden it's looking for a very specific thing and it's not what you want cancerous people are allergic to vitamins you know what i'm saying so when you're when you're all you're passing out is vitamins and healthy good shit cancerous people are going to stay the fuck away from you they'll give you a try they'll see if they can break you down or infect you a little bit and when they don't succeed they stay the fuck away from you because like attracts like my friends positive attracts positive so when you are positive when you are motivated when you are an exhorter when you are the kind of person who pays compliments instead of insults you're going to attract people a who are looking for that and b people who are also that way and you're going to surround yourself with great things great people and you're going to have a great fucking life this is the true key to success so to answer the question from the very beginning is it better for me if you keep being a loser no it's not why do i do this podcast why do i spend my time uploading and downloading and editing and doing this when i drive and when i'm laying in bed and when i'm sitting in my office with the spare five minutes why do i do it i don't monetize my podcast i could i have enough listeners now that i could monetize i don't so why do i do it why do i give a fuck if you do better if you don't do better in the short term game, it's, it's better for me, less competition. I do it for all the reasons I just gave you. I do it because the long term game, play the long hand, legacy, long term, real lasting success comes from building your team up, building everyone around you up. A stronger team makes a better company with bigger results. A stronger country makes a stronger nation, a stronger planet. This, this can start small in one house. A group of four people living in a house that's stronger and in harmony with each other builds a better family. That better family builds better businesses. Those better businesses build better employees. Those better employees build better cities and better towns and better states and better countries and better fucking planets. The negativity that we are surrounded by on a daily basis that eats at our soul, the soul-crushing news and politics and division, it's all bullshit. Be an exhorter. So yes... If you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. If you want to do a vlog, do a vlog. If that's not your taste, what I recommend the most is that you just go out into the world tomorrow and start building the people around you up. Pay a fucking compliment. Be sincere. Focus on the good in every person and build them up. Thank everyone. You Be humble. Be gracious. Thank the people that you come in contact with. Uh, I recently interacted with a celebrity Maybe, I guess she's a celebrity. I don't know. I don't know very much about her, but she, her name is Black China. And I was introduced to her. She came to one of my events and um, she was a rotten person to her core. This is a person that after meeting her for five minutes, I knew that it would be, she's a cancerous person. It would be very hard to find any kind of 
love or light inside of this girl. Um, she was rude. She was disrespectful. Uh, she had, you know, uh, a sense of entitlement that was unbelievable. She demanded that my bar staff run across the, you know, a few blocks away to buy a very expensive bottle of champagne because nothing that we had was good enough for her. She only drinks expensive champagne. She yelled at the people around her to get away from her when they wanted to take pictures. She was just the epitome of everything that's wrong uh, with America, with the world, with people being uh, non-empathetic, unkind to others, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know her on a personal level, so I'm not going to pass judgment. I'm sharing my experience. And the first thing I thought was I felt sorry for her. I felt really sorry for her because I know that she's not going to have much of a career from this point on. I think she's famous for like sleeping with a Kardashian or something. And um, I think at this point forward, all of the fame or attention that this girl gets, if she continues down this path, it's just going to be negative attention. It'll be headlines about train wreck nights or lawsuits or other things. There's no big bright future ahead of her because she's not playing the long game. She didn't practice humility. She didn't practice kindness when she came in. She was like, whole attitude was this place isn't good enough for me. Oh, you don't have this expensive champagne. I drink. Well, I don't drink anything else. Have someone go get it for me. Don't take pictures of me. Only if I approve. It was just very, very negative experience. The only reason I brought that up is it's a really good example of how not to be. Because again, the first thing that I thought was, wow, here's a girl who's heading nowhere fast. Unfortunately for her, I wish that I could have gotten in her ear that night and been like, listen, I don't know your life. I don't know your path. Maybe you had a bad day. We all have bad days. But in general, wouldn't it be so much better to be known for being kind, to be known for being great, to be known for being, you have a pseudo celebrity status. Why not use that platform to really do some good, to really give some attention to other people, to really be gracious, be the type of celebrity that hugs and handshakes and kisses babies and takes pictures and is fun and grateful for the ride. Anyway, wrap this up. It's not better for any of us if other people keep being losers. We want to pull people up, send the elevator back down, do as much as we can to help the people around us. Because in the end, the stronger your team is, the stronger you are. And the only way to build strong teams is to build the people around you up personally, emotionally, professionally, spiritually, financially, build everyone around you up, make it a part of your life. Even if you have very little to give, you've got a mouth, you can talk. And if you can't, you can type, you can give somebody a high five, offer somebody a smile. There's so many things you can do to change the world one person at a time and to build the people around you up. And a a built up society is a happy society. The real answer to mental health, the real answer to stress, to the violence in our country, all these things, it all starts right here with just a piece of kindness. Love really can save the planet. That's it for today. Follow me on all social media at The Real Zach Neal. DM me on Instagram if you have questions, comments. That's the place where I interact with people and talk. I am uh, excited about this new year, ready to answer some, some new questions and talk to and meet some new people. Take care, guys.